I was reading an article the other day that included several sarcastic, cynical, historical quotes about marriage. The Irish poet and playwright Oscar Wilde once wrote, one should always be in love, and it is that reason that one should never marry. Or comedian Henny Youngman once said, do you know what it means to come home at night to a woman who will give you a little love, affection, and a tenderness? It means you're in the wrong house. Nancy Astor, the first woman elected to British Parliament, once said, I married beneath me. In fact, all women do. Comedian Rita Rudner once said that I love being married. It's so great to find one special person that you want to annoy for the rest of your life. Okay, ha, 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 sometimes some of those are funny, but if you are aware of the world around us by following the news today, you know that we live in a pretty cynically dark age. One after another, preciously held institutions are under attack, including the sacrament of marriage. While we might snicker at the quick wit, I've never been a big fan of cynicism about the institution of marriage, the institution that is the building block of human society. At best, these odd references make me feel uncomfortable. At worst, they're an attack on a sacrament ordained by God himself and are a sign that many a couple are missing out on the joy that God intends us to have in the sacrament of marriage, marriage as it is supposed to be. Many even give up, and that makes many of us sad. Is this the way it has to be? Should young couples just accept the fact that one day they will likely dread the company of their spouse? Perhaps because of our high divorce rates, with the accompanying pain and sorrow therein, we see more chuckling at the young groom who is romantic and deferential to his wife, like he won't last as we roll our eyes. And I hear people questioning how soon the honeymoon period will be over, as human conflict is sure to come crashing on a new, a new couple. Yet it seems that the more than ever Jesus' statement that we hear in our gospel today about hardness of heart is applicable. Interesting, our gospel today can be shortened, as you may have seen if you were following along in the book of readings. There is an option to only read the first 12 verses of Mark chapter 10 about marriage rather than the 16 verses. Choosing the shorter version means omitting Jesus' interaction with the children who are brought to him and his stern warning that whoever does not accept the kingdom of God like a child will not enter it. In other words, being optimistic and being youthful. I included these last verses because they provide the context to understanding this whole episode of Jesus' ministry with the Pharisees who are testing him. In Genesis today, we hear about the origin of the gift of marriage that takes away our loneliness or our original solitude. God knows it is not good for us to be alone, and in his infinite wisdom and generosity, he makes a suitable partner for the man. I've seen many men or women long for the companionship of marriage and the utter joy they feel when at last they find the one who is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. I love seeing that joy when a young person has been dating for a long time. So I ask this question. It's great. I ask, so is this the one? And usually they get a smile on their face, even blush. 
And asking that question, I see a glimpse of that joy. It's similar to the excitement of a child at Christmas. I see my own nieces and nephews jump up and down as they screech for joy, not caring what other people are looking at them. There is just joy, and it shows. But that kind of joy, the coming together of a man and a woman in marriage, is not where it ends, is it? There is the fall. Sin enters the world causing hardship and pain and difficulty. But does that mean that that Christmas-like experience of joy before the fall, at the coming together of our first parents, is impossible now? Well, I hope not. I believe that Jesus knows not. This brings us to Jesus' reaction to the Pharisees' test today. He said that they were hard of heart about marriage, something that Jesus does not want for us. Rather, he wants us to experience true and lasting joy. He holds up the ideal, the original gift that God gave us, and he wants us to sacrificially love one another, to find it, to sustain it with his help. And this is hard work. Married couples have the seemingly impossible task of bringing together two fallen human beings for life. And any number of things could go wrong for one or both. And sorting out the blame when conflict inevitably arises is no easy task. And then contrition and amendment of mistakes requires incredible humility in life. No, marriage is not easy. But it is also not an impossible task. Our psalm today was, may the Lord bless us all the days of our lives. It's probably indicative of the anecdote for preventing our hearts from becoming hardened. All the days of our lives. Think of those people with, have that cynical attitude, you know, that old ball and chain type comments, or the ones who do not think marital bliss is actually possible forget that practicing all the days of their lives is hard work. It's not easy to live with another fallen human being, to forgive them, to serve them, to lift them up, and to help them get to heaven. As God created this sacrament, though, he knows this as well. This is why he has provided us with the sacraments, especially confession, where we can confess our sins and renew our covenant relationships, and also the Holy Eucharist that strengthens us in life. This is why the church does marriage preparation and marriage enrichment for married couples. Our readings encourage married couples to take care of their marriages all the days of their lives. This is not a passive statement. If you notice that your communication is faltering, that you are starting to resent your spouse, that you quickly become angry, that you start feeling burned out on marriage, as some say, then work on your marriage. Yes, commitment is often met with cynicism and scorn today, but it is because of the hardness of our hearts that we look for escape routes when the tests uh, get going and, get the, and the, when the going gets tough. There will no doubt be challenges and ups and downs and even grave difficulties. But that does not mean that the institution of marriage is flawed. God and his will for us is perfect. 
Jesus loved the idealism of children because they had not been infected by that hard-heartedness. And we need to return to such innocence and idealism and hope that hopefully will accompany, be accompanied by a willingness to outdo one another in charity, to outdo one another in love. So this weekend we are called by our readings to pray for married couples. Let us pray in thanksgiving for their witness and for happily married couples who work hard at their marriages. Let us pray for couples who are experiencing hardship and discord at this time. And let us pray for couples who are called to be heroic in difficulty and trying circumstances like sickness. And finally, let us pray for those who have experienced broken marriages, that our community will show them the love and the support that comes from our common faith, even during times of difficulty. That in all of these circumstances, let us pray for the grace to live out the vocation to which our Lord has called us.